Welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca, and you're in for a very special episode because today I'm joined by three amazing guests. You know them from their band, The Sloppy Boys, and all sorts of other things. Say hello to Jeff Dutton, Mike Hanford, and Tim Kalpakis. Yay! Hey, so I said short intro, and that was good. That, that was, was, that was pretty short. Speed. Yeah, usually there's a little more info in the... Uh, in the intro, but this one. Well, we have more credits if you want to go to our IMDb. Oh, okay. Uh, let me go real quick. Uh, um, I wrote for the 2009 MTV Movie Awards. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did a web series for Red's Apple Ale. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. I was proud of uh, Tim for working on that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's movie nice. And that's on your resume that you're yeah. prideful. <laughs> I have a lot of my prideful moments of other people's projects. That could make a resume look actually pretty good. Like, I'm very proud of Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was proud of Lincoln. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, so, uh, Sloppy Boys, obviously, a, uh, a a music trio. You guys uh, do music. You guys had a great album, Lifelong Vacation. And I, I hear there's some new stuff on the way. Is that true? Oh, Told yeah. You that. Um, I'm not naming my source, but let's just say he's feathered and has two wings. <laughs> and he's also small. I was going to say big bird, but uh, no, no, yeah, different, different bird, different oh. bird. Twitter Woodstock from Twitter the bird? Yeah, oh. it's 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 uh, the guy from it's the guy from Twitter. The model that bird the model for the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, 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 flat and blue. <laughs> He's good. He yeah. really is only two D. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, but that's so. Uh, is there is there a, a date? Do we have a date? Is that something that's out? Yeah, in the we world? got a date. Yeah. Tell him, Jeff. Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah, we'll tell you. <laughs> Any second note? June 7th. Whoa. Dancing. Oh. Dancing on the Wind, album two. Dancing on the Wind. Wow, what an what an epic title for... Uh, an epic album. An yeah. epic album, thank you. Yeah, and that's yeah, not a word I throw out there. I was actually shocked that I said it. I don't yeah. just call things We've epic. We've been cramming it down people's throats. <laughs> okay, well, good. It's epic. It's like the Bible. So uh, oh, good, it's good, not, good. It's not kind of like the millennial use of epic. This is like a saga. It okay. is the first Two Testament album. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's yeah. <laughs> not even two discs. There's just no. two completely different testaments. testaments. Wow. Mm-hmm. One uh, disc, though. Well, oh, okay. One disc. We fit two testaments on one disc. Yeah. They're you'll you'll listen, but you'll hear and in one song. The end of one song is "Savior Is Born," and then the rest of the album sort of addresses that. They're like, well, now so here's how we reckon with having a savior. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I I love to talk to you all about. That honestly, but we're here to talk. We're here to talk Weezer, a band that <laughs> let's get into it. Everyone's been talking about forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, where, where, what were your first experiences with Weezer? Like, where are you, I guess also where are you at with them currently? So, how did you get in, and where are you now? Um, well, where I got in, I actually caught on kind of uh, late, uh, and then they were my favorite band once I caught on. But I feel like when the Green album came out. I, I think I kind of knew who they were and knew some songs, but I remember the Green Album coming out my friends being excited, and I was like, what's the deal with this band? And <laughs> didn't really necessarily love the Green Album, but yeah. then I got... I, the Blue Album was like familiar to me, but I got really into it. And then I remember I was on a family trip when I was a teenager. We were going down to the Jersey Shore, and I was in the back seat. I had just bought two CDs. And we stopped at uh, like some place, and I bought the Basketball soundtrack. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, Pinkerton. Wow. And I remember putting Pinkerton into a Discman, and like I'm sitting in the back of a minivan with my whole family, <laughs> and I remember hearing like Tired of Sex and being like, like I still have a visceral like memory of like sitting and be like, oh my God, I got to tell mom and dad about this. <laughs> but that album blew me away. And then I, ha- I had just like a, uh, a whole 
New Jersey Shore vacation of just listening to a really sad Japanese uh, Puccini album. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, where then they were my favorite band for a long time. Then I've been a classic hater. Sure. Than the, the typical fashion. But I was just saying to these guys that I watched the Coachella live stream and I was like, they're kind of like funny uncles now and I like them again. I, like, I mean, I like where they landed as far as like, they're just, they're playing no scrubs and they're playing uh, goof around songs and they're not taking themselves seriously. Yeah, so. I really like, I like seeing them live. Uh, I, I think... I think I've seen him at least I've seen him at least ten times. I think it might be eleven or twelve, but it's certainly ten. That's wild. Yeah, I, for there was a while there where they weren't playing. Yes. Well, I caught in. So uh, I the first time I saw them was in two thousand nine when they were in. Uh, they were supporting Blink One Eight Two on their reunion tour. Oh, so and so what like, a treat that was. So is that they're doing like what make believe or something? Uh, or what? So they uh, what had just come out. Um, the if you're wondering if I want you to single had just come out. Mm. So that was like pre ratitude, uh, post red. Mm. Yes. Ah. Wow. That's the only way my brain works is actually <laughs> just knowing when a Weezer album come, came out. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I have a bad brain. Yeah, we got to get you a new brain. Yeah, I got to tell some, a doctor. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jeff? Um, I got in, I want to say my sixth grade birthday. My I didn't have older siblings, but uh-huh. my friends did. Okay. And I got uh, the Blue Album for my birthday. And... Um, my buddy was like, let's put it on. And my mom was like, yeah, let's put it on. And to my <laughs> knowledge, all rock music was like um, kind of profane. I sure. Guess. Yeah. So it made me really nervous that I just got an album and it was going to be played like in oh, the yeah. living room with to all my friends. You didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, because I didn't yeah. know like if it was like, <laughs> you know, like Green Day had some. And like right. that's like pretty PG-13 by today's standards. Yeah, but when right, you're right. in sixth grade. But then it was it was fucking awesome, and I I loved it, and I loved them forever. And then were your parents okay with like them destroying a sweater? I think um, <laughs> they were like, we'll have to talk about this when you friends leave. <laughs> uh, and then same deal, where like Green Album, I was like, huh, this is good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and um, it's not as good. And then um, I kind of checked in with them off and on over the years, and uh, the, I've they've come up with stuff recently that I really like. Uh, I'm also, you know, I'm just a, I'm a purist. I'm a, I'm a hater, and I don't think Rivers gives a fuck <laughs> what, what I think either. Does so. he listen to this? He so he this goes live to him. Okay, uh, he does, and he he, he, he does yeah, a quality check to make sure it's well, ready to air. We've talked, yeah. to, we've talked about Weezer on like, frankly, a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, and like I always feel like, oh, should I not say this stuff? But like, if you know about Rivers at all. He does not give a fuck. No, about no, and like we're at a point right now in the show too, where like we've gotten to some of the ones that uh, I would have to flatly say suck out loud, like uh, and, <laughs> whole albums, yeah, yeah, whole albums, and so I'm just like, well. <laughs> This I have to I can't be like this is good in, in hopes that they hear it because I'm also right. just like well if they if they do hear it uh, and I I mean the goal isn't to talk to them I guess but it would be cool I would love to talk to them but I uh, I couldn't I couldn't uh, uh, do this without being true to how I feel about I feel like album. you could get yeah. Scott Schreiner yeah we'll get you Schreiner I've said <laughs> please somebody get me Schreiner <laughs> I would love to talk to Scott Scott seems great uh, and I and I uh, well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I met I met Scott once and he was great. And yeah, this is a stupid thing that I did. I I went and I went to a taping of uh, Letterman because Weezer was going to be the musical guest. Yeah, and they it was like uh, during Maladroit they played uh, Keep Fishing. Cool. 
And me and my friend uh, hung out at, outside the stage door after the show, hoping to meet Rivers Cuomo. Scott Schreier comes out instead, and he was just, you know, like, no, no, he was kind of freshly in the band at that point. Yes. And uh, we talked to him for a while, and uh, he was really nice and everything. And then, like, Rivers just came out and made a beeline for the tour bus, didn't get a chance. But um, uh, Scott said goodbye to me and my friend. He was smoking a cigarette, and then he put <laughs> the cigarette out and— uh, you know, dropped on the sidewalk and stepped on it and walked off, and I picked it up and kept it. <laughs> I saw it I, somewhere in my childhood home. There's a Scott Schreiner's cigarette Whoa. butt. Whoa. Uh, a stomped uh, on cigarette. Like a recently hired bass player who probably like didn't even really like the music he was playing. We, we heard a rumor recently, we're not going to say who told us this, but that there was a point in uh, Weezer's touring days where Rivers would be. He didn't want to like meet fans or anything. Would would go inside of an equipment box. Oh my and god! And be wheeled to. I've heard this too. Yeah. I think that yeah. yeah, that's wild. I wonder if that's the same crazy. person told us this same story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we heard it from Rivers. Oh yeah, he from, also told from me inside that. of a box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside of here. <laughs> yeah, no, defeats the purpose of the box. Rivers. No, Rivers. Um. Hey, me and Jeff met Rivers one time. Whoa. Yes. Uh, we shot a Funnier Die video with him. Oh, yes. He was very, very nice, and um, but he kept uh, going over and doodling on a little post-it all day. And um, we're like, hmm, what's he doing over there? And he just kind of doodled between takes. And it was and, on his lines were on these index cards. So we oh, were yeah, like, index we cards. Were like, we're, like, we're like, oh, is he like making notes or something? And he wasn't changing the lines. And kind of like uh, on and off, like every time he had a ch- any downtime he'd go over and noodle uh on on this thing and when he left left we're like what's on this uh, index card we go math a bunch of numbers just math he was yeah. doing like a number tree factorial where you put a big number and then you like break it down divide it into two and then you do like a whole factor tree like you would do in like yeah uh, fifth grade or something this is just con- like i have like a suspicion that he is now more machine than man <laughs> yeah. because of like how i yeah. hear about how he assembles songs like via spreadsheet and just like copy pasting yeah. and stuff he works like a computer yeah and he it was all ones and zeros <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was binary <laughs> he signed his name with a gear <laughs> uh, what about what about you Mike where are you at with that? Uh, I I remember yeah. hearing them for the first time when the when the uh, Buddy Holly video first came uh-huh. out I was watched that and I liked it and I think I either had the blue album or a friend of mine had it and we would listen to it at his house and then I sort of fell off from them for a while and then in like high school or college uh, listened to Pinkerton yeah and because that kind of that was released in sort of to no fanfare, right? Right. Yeah, it's sort For, of just like, this is not the same thing. We don't really like this. Yeah. And now it's looked upon as a great Right, I, I really liked yeah. it. And then I was, so I, I think this must have been high school, because then the Green Album came out, and I listened to that too, and was like, yeah, this is fine. And then really fell off. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about uh, Ratitude or Hurley or... or Metal, uh, oh, metal. Death to False Metal, yeah. yeah. So, well, that album is like even like a comp. That was a contractually obligated album that they put out, uh, and they did it just to get off of uh, mm-hmm. their deal with Geffen. So those songs yeah. were, had already been recorded, and they just like said they Casey's. slapped it together. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard uh, Van Morrison's album when he was trying to complete? Like no. he had a contractual yeah. obligation. He owned uh, this like, is good. I think it was uh, Bang Records. He he owed them like thirty songs. Uh-huh. So he went into the studio in one 
day and recorded 30 songs. Oh all my in a God. Row. And it's, they released it. Yeah. And they were like, they're like, <laughs> we don't care. So like this album comes out, it's like the brown eyed girl singer himself, Van Morrison. With and it's just acoustic guitar playing the same progression over and over in every song. And the songs are just like, blow your nose. Knows your blow. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's amazing yeah. if you listen to the whole his thing. His voice is so. Nice. Who's the voice? Uh, the guy that keeps coming back. It's like dumb George. dummy Mike or something like that. Dumb dumb George. Dumb dumb. Well, George. he's George. His real name is George. So he's like down on himself, calling uh, himself dumb dumb George, and yeah. saying George. He's like dumb dumb George. You're so dumb. Yeah. I know. It's just like it's so weird. And eventually, he starts to go crazy, and he's like, like darling. It's clear from the expression on your face. I think you have ringworm. <laughs> like that, that's a song. It's all on Spotify. It's all released. And it's I all yeah. real would love to hear that. That sounds that's right in my wheelhouse of strange. That's yeah. that's, that's very that's nuts. It starts off a little decent. It's like shimmy and shake, shake and shimmy, and then yeah. the next one is like and shimmy and a, twist and twist, and, and then it just gets in there. Yeah, and his voice is great. That just kind of then shows that he is like that good. He's like, oh yeah, I could kind of just throw together a good song very quickly, mm. but if you make me do this for an entire day, yeah. they're not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I mean, so you all fell off kind of around the same time, it sounds like. like pretty, I, I pretty came back yeah. in for this Black yeah. album, and uh-huh. uh, I was surprised at the level of uh, like how bad it had gotten. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess not interesting. Where do you fall on black? Because I thought parts of white were awesome. Like half of white, I think is great. I I so for white, I think what is mostly very good. I think I dislike one song on that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then since then, they've had three albums <laughs> released. Uh, they did uh, Pacific Daydream, which I don't necessarily hate, but I don't love it. Uh, the Teal album, which is their uh, covers album, mm-hmm. and then and then Black and Black. If you if you were to just do like a first and last on these things and give it to someone who hadn't heard, uh, you know, either album, like it's probably impossible. That I feel like everybody's probably heard yeah, the, yeah. the Blue album, but. Uh, if you just gave it to him, it would be it's be that'd be an interesting experiment because like just to see, just with it, with no context with how they got right. there, they almost don't have context for how they're there even within the last three albums. <laughs> yeah. That's very strange. I I played that game for so long, just yeah. like listening, wanting to like the new Weezer album, yeah, and then giving them the benefit of the doubt, and then just being like. This is kind of like I mean, if I didn't know, and it like it's the whole topic is exhausting to me because they're like if I love the first two albums like a billion people, but also those albums when you dissect them, like they are deceptively simple. So it's so weird when a song you think is a masterpiece only has four chords. How can you say that another song sucks when it also has four chords? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is really interesting because like yeah, the I mean. I think it is just like a matter of like people get attached to some the way something sounds because like the way some of the songs on Pinkerton hit you, which we're we'll, gonna hear some of these. These aren't on Pinkerton. Yeah, but you from can that tell time. the era almost by like the tumble. Yeah, like the cool because it like hits the, you yeah. in a really specific way. Uh, and then these ones, like these new ones, just don't have that. I think there are maybe. I'm being generous if I say three. I know for sure that I sort of like two of the songs on the Black Album. Oh yeah. Uh, I certainly like. Uh, I certainly like this one. <laughs> uh, I like High as a Kite. I think that's a pretty good song. Um, and I think who's I, I was I was telling uh, Dave Tooney about this the other day. I was like, I like California Snow and uh, At Me. I don't care. <laughs> at Me, <laughs> listeners. I like that song. Uh, it's not a good Weezer song though but I think it's fine uh, the rest of that album I'm struggling to even think of one of the other ones it's yeah. uh, it's tricky but I did put it on 
fairly recently to give it another go and just sort of like, well, yeah, I think I've I've just done like a one listen through, yeah, and and even if I made it that far, but it was it all felt kind of like, uh, first thought, like yeah, getting it, those lyrics together off of the spreadsheet and uh, leaving it, it at that. It is, yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of like heart. There's yeah. no heart in it, certainly. Mm-hmm. Like there's none. Uh, so it is just it does just feel like an assembly thing at this point where they're sort of like, well. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. They liked Africa. Great. We're going to do a whole thing of that. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. But now they're writing this. They have two albums that are supposedly done, too. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're just writing this momentum thing. And I think it is driven by Africa. Like, they're just sort of right. like, that was a huge thing. And that's, like, people... People who weren't necessarily on board the whole time or whatever, or even in the early days, are interested in a, a band cover. Like they just sure. think that's they have a two more cover albums. They have no. They have two just new albums that are wow, out. Nice. One is called uh, Van Weezer, and it's supposed to be a very shreddy album, that and that's like good. a joke title. Yeah. But uh, and then the other one, uh, I think, is called. Okay, human, or so. yeah, I think it's okay, human. Uh, is, is that supposed to be like okay a Radiohead flip? I would love it if it's an acoustic radio album. <laughs> well, uh, were you at the Troubadour when Rivers played like a bunch of covers? Yeah, I so I went to that. Oh, I didn't. Need, no, I didn't see that one. I went to the Hi Hat when he did that, and then um, I think I missed him at the Troubadour though. Yeah, same deal. Where yeah, he, he played like two Smashing Pumpkins songs, yeah. some Oasis songs, Green Day songs, like it. He is, I think, fully into, like, I can do the mixtape that you guys want to hear. Yeah, I wonder what that is, though, because it is just sort of like, uh, we, it's tough because he's picking songs that people think are good. uh, And it's just like, well, why? I mean, I'm not necessarily clamoring to hear a Weezer ELO cover, you know what I mean? But he's, it's, he's going through something. You do, you feel, (laughs) you almost feel like he's like, or the band, I don't, it's all just Rivers, right? Or the, or is yeah, the band? I think he does. I mean, uh, I was reading something where he it, it was negative, uh, but it was like that he or during the make believe sessions, he had this sort of like Machiavellian approach to uh, yeah. just like controlling the band and like no and, input from anybody. And then it yeah. like and then he softened up again and was just like, okay, we'll let um, Pat sing a song. Yeah, and it's just like then it was kind of a little too that was democratic. Yes, and then and then now I think it's all like now that he's kind of made that gesture, I think it feels again like he's back at the helm. It's kind of what whatever Rivers wants to do, but. It doesn't have this sort of um, layer of conflict on right. it. Right. Because I think that they all know that they're in a different type of band now. And it's like, we're kind of a, a, a fun novelty band as opposed to like, I saw them on that when he was being a mean boss tour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make believe. The and, horrible bosses tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wore a three piece suit like that. Tour. Oh, yeah. He wore a suit on stage to be like, Music to me is a business, and I'll, uh, if if Brian plays a wrong note, I dock his pen. And then like, yeah. and then like a, a year later, he's like, I have a mustache and a cowboy hat, right. and yeah. I'm gonna rap. And yeah, I'm a conduct like a so, train conductor. Oh my god, <laughs> he's it's a funny a argument because you don't want an album or, or you don't want a band to be like the same thing, right? Like you don't want to put the blue album out twenty times or whatever. No, yeah, but. So and he knows or they know that like they are not going to stop making music. Yeah, right? they're it's, just gonna it's keep proven going. they can keep yeah, going. You, you make fun of that band that stays exactly the same right. for twenty years. You're like, oh man, Guns yeah. N' Roses so, hasn't changed. Right, and it's weird that they can like, I don't know, uh, uh, just since they know there's going to be many more albums, like why not keep doing stuff? 
because yeah. it's not going away. Yeah, I know. I, I guess it's it, a if weird. You know, it's it's more like it's like Jimmy Buffett, where he's like, every summer there's the summer yeah. tour. I'm a goofus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll throw it. Out. I'll do a, a they are, or whatever. They are approaching like Jimmy Buffett territory, where it's just like, yeah, we got Chili to come sing No Scrubs. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We'll do whatever the fuck. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, do they have anything like that, like a, a resort? Or I know they do tours or cruises. Uh, cruises. cruises. Yeah, I wanted to go on the cruise, uh, but I I just I mean I didn't, and that's the end of that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird thing to spend money on. Yeah, uh, it seems we- it would have been like weird, but it was also just like one. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, uh, I think it was like twenty. Like what they were doing, I would have been alone. Because like, like, there's no way I could have convinced somebody to come with me to this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just like barely just started working. I was in college. I was like, I think I'll skip a semester because it starts during the thing. To then go, no, I was like, nah, I'll just go to school. I'll just go to school. I think the boys would be happy with my choice. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you know, thank you yeah. so much. Uh, could you guys call my mom real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's, it's tough cause I, I, so I got into them when I was, uh, I mean, a wee boy. My mom had the, the blue album on cassette, I believe, and played it wow. in our, uh, in our minivan. So I remember hearing it as a, as a boy in, cool, a, wow. in, in a car seat. Yeah. My mom's, uh, my mom's young. Uh, and so we would, I would hear those songs a bunch and I think I, Got very into it, and then again, like when the I didn't hear Pinkerton when I was a kid because it was too well. That first that first song, <laughs> tired of I'm sex. tired of what? Yeah, I was like, I don't even, I don't even know what he's freaking talking about. <laughs> How could you be tired of a thing that no one ever has? Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, boy, I was, I was upset at him. I was like, I'm turning this off. Now I don't think I even heard it. I heard that when I was like a teenager, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I feel, I feel some of this. But where did you uh, level off now? Like, it, it, what's your favorite one? Uh, well, I mean, my, it's hard because those first two are just pitch perfect. And I mm-hmm. think those probably are my two favorite ones, but I think everything will be all right in the end is a very good album. That was in 2010. Even back to the shack. I don't think, <laughs> I don't hate back to the shack, but uh, I don't think it's, it's not one of the better ones on that album. There's I think songs on that album that are, um, more interesting and just, uh, yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about the future scope trilogy, a bunch the last three songs on that album, cause they're one whole piece and it's, it's mostly instrumental and it's, uh, one of the cooler things they've ever done. And I can't wait to that one. I mean, we'll probably be talking about that one pretty soon. Um, and then I thought the White Album was really good as well. I think, uh, I think I like uh, everything will be all right in the end more than I like the White wow. Album. I should check. I mean, I really haven't even heard. Everything. Yeah, I remember liking it on like the the one listen because of that yeah. three parter thing. Yeah, it's super cool. I also, I guess, I think other than the first two albums, the only thing I remember being like, I like this is. Um, that song on the Red album that we used Greatest to- Man That Ever Lived. Yeah, I yeah. am the greatest I like man that ever. Song. That was a huge- I love that yeah, song. I love that. I mean, I've seen them do that live ex- exactly once, and it. Uh, I remember Scott, when they finished it, was like, that song is hard, because they have to change so many different- I mean, they just have to yeah. do so many different things. Uh, and he was like- I, he looked like he was going to cry. Poor <laughs> guy. You can't be a real rock. I mean, we say that. Yeah. <laughs> we're done with a hard song. It's hard. If he looked like he was going to cry, maybe it was because he wanted his cigarette butt back. <laughs> like, oh, I want the rest of that. He hasn't had a, uh, a cigarette he's since. Yeah. There's a little bit he's, of tobacco. He's returned back to that uh, place many nights yeah. and he can't find it. It's got to be here somewhere. He went back to the Ed Sullivan Theater. <laughs> like a dog digging for his bone that's not there anymore. He's like, where is it? Uh, oh. it's, it's funny that that song has a lot of elements that I 
don't like about like latter day rivers, but it just is in there enough to be like a little bit sour. Yeah, because right? there's like, like a, a spoken word. Where he's like, I'm a rock star. Yeah, yeah, kind of a thing, <laughs> which I hate all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that like speak rap shit that he does. Oh boy, but he does more of that uh, in the newest one, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. hey man, can't knock the hustle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> somebody had to say it. Uh, did you know that we're in the well? Our our our. Are all three of us in the video for Perfect Situation? I am. Wow. Uh, yeah, we went to the. We yeah. were extras in the. We were, Whoa. we were extras in the How perfect cool. situation video. And you can see us in a crowd shot, but you have to be quick on the pause. <laughs> you got to be quick on the pause, just <laughs> like a, a cat. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, before we start, because we're, we're, I guess we haven't, I haven't said what we're talking about today. So everyone's like, sure, I'm uh, talking to uh, three fun guys, but what are they? What are they going to talk about? <laughs> we're, ta- we're talking, we're talking B sides today, folks. Yeah, we're, baby. We're doing some some uh, B sides, some rarities, <laughs> some deep cuts, some. Uh, help me. Um, <laughs> what do you do? You draw the line between when we say B sides. Yeah. Traditionally, that means it was the B yeah. side of a single right but then also i kind of take b-side to mean like any loose material but it was like officially released yeah i think that's uh, okay. we're on the same page as that because yeah there are some of these that aren't like on uh like a single or whatever but right. these were all like on like the the deluxe. yeah on the deluxe these are basically deluxe tracks from from blue and pinkerton Got um because there's i mean when you get into the, because they have a deep catalog of like unreleased, like good songs. Yeah. That could be, I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. We've talked for <laughs> 10 whole hours, probably. <laughs> I think like after Maladroit, in, when we were in college, there was like a huge batch of. Yeah. Uh, songs that came out it was like Hey Domingo, yes, and like stuff like that that never saw the light. Actually, I think like that one was... song, like they the melody, like Burnt Jam was one of them. Yeah, I, I think that that was that. Like I remember uh, getting having a CDR that was like a twenty five track yes thing, and it was like this is a leak of the new Weezer album, and, it, and like half of it was Maladroit, but then it was. I feel like it was like, hey, and it could be just a thing that my roommate made for me. I don't know if it's official. But um, I remember listening to 24 songs and not liking them. And then 25 was Blast Off, which I had never heard before and hadn't been anywhere uh, yeah. else like documented to me. And that turned out to be Songs from the Black Hole and it was not on the thing. But mm. I was like, this one song rules and it was false. It was false. Uh, I love Blast Off. Uh, <clears throat> Me but too. They, um, You've yeah. covered it though, right? We, we talked about okay. it, yeah. Uh, we will shut up about <laughs> Stop talking about it. Um, no, but there is... They had, they've had so many, because they were just trying out a bunch of like demos live and stuff, or just like new songs live, and so people would get recordings of these live ones, or like they would sort of like leak, uh, and I guess not leak... Uh, we don't. I know you guys don't do that. No, uh, no, 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 no. Are you some sort of no, Napster no, no. leak freak? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I haven't. But uh, if you want to speak a little louder to this microphone, okay, like, sure. we're cutting oh, this short. Okay, <laughs> so you're talking into one big microphone, but you you have a wire. Well, this is my leak mic. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll talk into that one. Now yeah. for you, for well, I'll you, sing a song into it. For yeah. you Weezer guys, yes, yeah. I come from the world of uh, Fish is my favorite band, so I know the the. Bootlegs and things like that. Yes. Are there? Is there a wor- tapers world for Weezer stuff? Not from live shows. Like, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. feel like there's. An, even, I like to go see them live and stuff, but 
you're gonna get the same no variation. Show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're more and like recently, the order is on a, and a tour is like the same songs in order more or less. Typically, what I've heard is that he has an algorithm. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, that he um, depending on like where they are, like it, like geographically yeah. and where like the size of the room because like that's going to dictate like what type of crowd that is you know uh, that he's, he's gonna... just having fun with that yeah. weird stuff yeah. like it's gotta he get so boring he just wants to be for... a little scientist let yeah. him go to jet propulsion laboratories <laughs> and just <laughs> yeah I mean cause he does uh, this is what um, Eli Mandel was telling me uh about because he went to he wrote the Weezer sketch uh, at, at that was on SNL. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, right. oh, yeah. And then uh, he got to go to a show and they invite you know uh, and they the tour manager was like yeah he sort of just like has a, a an algorithm that he <clears throat> types like the size of the room and like that stuff and that that picks the set list because like it's gonna be like this is gonna be how many people are here so more of those people are gonna be like sort of just concert people that because there are people that just go to things that aren't yeah, necessarily yeah. Like, big fans of it or whatever so they'll want to hear more a, a more generic set list versus like a deep cut heavy That's uh set list crazy uh because even at their coachella set he was like this is a song from our 1996 album pinkerton and like I mean, the crowd wasn't mic'd, but it didn't seem like anybody cared or was interested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, if yeah. he did that exact same thing, but, yeah. but you don't say that he feeds it through a computer, yeah. like, I think it's fine. Like, it's it, got to go through a computer. It's fine for a guy to be like... to put thought into like <laughs> oh well, for sure yeah. the fact that he designed like an app for himself so, so that he can like speak, yeah. speak into a black box and it spits a set list back yeah he's a coder it's... this man codes <laughs> uh, I thought it was have you seen the, the NPR little desk concert yes um, they played long time sunshine yes and I thought that was such a cool move to dust off an old song like that but then it is weird that he probably ran the math on like, okay, we're going to be in a small, a tiny desk. Uh, yeah, <laughs> NPR, who listens to that, probably, uh, what type of Weezer fan listens to NPR? Yeah. They're probably going to love uh, this very old deep cut. Right. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, what was wild about that, too, is that's how they started. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And uh, it got me. I thought it was so cool, but now I yeah. feel like a chump that I, it was just a math problem. I walked right into it. <laughs> yeah, you were one of his factorials. Yeah, you walked into an algorithm. He just sees a big one or zero when he's to me. <laughs> well, we, we have quite a few songs to get through, but before we do that, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> we're back! Does anyone, do you need to take a break for real? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I keep faking people. I fake my guests out with my little sneaky breaks. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> That's me, baby. Uh, so this first song... Um, I mean, does they, well, I guess when you were hearing, were there any of these songs you hadn't heard before? These are all like pretty standard, uh, yeah, like, like Weezer deep cuts. There was yeah. like one toward the end of your list, but uh, some of these are my all-time faves. Okay, great. Anybody else? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There, there was a bunch I hadn't heard of. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so why don't we just start with this first one? Uh, this first one is Michael and Carly. Kind of just a fun start there. What's going, yeah. what's going on here? It's kind of building to something. Oh, there's oh a good I wonder if it's going to stay acoustic the whole time. Yeah, yeah. probably will. I hear this I'm get. i uh, crank my headphones because it probably gets. Yeah, let's crank these. This gets requested oh! a lot. Oh, yes, it we does. Like, yeah. like whenever, whenever I've seen them, like, and it, it's sort of towards the tail end of the yeah. People are screaming, like, Michael and Carly. That's like a common fan. And I don't think they've, re- they've played it live. They, they, they played it live on the. On the Weezer cruise, uh, uh, per my notes, but I don't think they've played it since then. Like in uh, prior to, uh, 
you know, uh, there was an unfortunate incident about uh, who this song is about. This song is about two of the original like fan club members. I think they started the fan club who then did tragically die in a car accident. Oh, you know? right. Uh, but they died, like, the, the yeah. song... They, the bus taking them away is not about the accident. Right. They died it's after. Just coincidental, like just uh, coincidental that people were like, "Oh, isn't that yeah a uh, part of it?" But uh, I really love this song. Me too. Yeah, um, that's a cool one. Good uh, harmonica use. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like that, uh, in the, the uh, "My Name Is Jonas" kind of outro. He breaks in a oh, shit. harmonica and goes a little nuts. Uh, uh, wait, in the garage has one too, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, a lot of harmonica. Do you think it's the same one? Or they got a different one each time? No, we, we use a harmonica on the new album. Ooh, last track of the album. Oh, check it out. Oh. It's gonna make it through all the baby. All right, I guess I'll listen to the whole thing. <laughs> That'd be so insane to be like, I'm just gonna listen to the last one. Uh, and uh, apparently, the, uh, a part of writing this song too is that he would call, uh, he would call the girls up at their house and be like. Uh, hey, like, is this detail correct? And uh, they'd be like, yeah, and like, great. And then just hang up on them. Right, Wilson yeah. High. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would call a check for references because he wanted it to be personal. But, oh, hell yeah, this fucking rules. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> this oh, he did, tar solo right here. He didn't go to school with them? for. No, he just uh, met no, them. They're like from the, Pasadena or yeah. something. They were just like some of the first Weezer fans. Oh. And they had meetups cool. and stuff like that. And then they died years later. Like, they would go on tour of the band and, and they... They were like driving to a concert in like Denver or something, uh-huh. and and died. So it was like very much tied in with the wow. band. This there's a there's a line in this song. I I never knew what it was. I looked up the lyrics uh, before this podcast, and it's uh, it's like uh, who was that? Uh, Eagle where uh, where Eagle Court bends. Yeah, where, where Eagle Court bends was a street or something. Yeah, but like. Where Eagle Court Bends is such a weird yeah, thing no. to say <laughs> in, in that meter, too. He does, like, he he's, I mean, that is part of the brain, his brain yeah. that I think works really well, is that, like, he is very good about, like, syllables. Yeah, Like, yeah. and just, like, finding the right weird words for, like, a oh, good yeah. phrase. Oh, I loved, I, I took, I never could crack this on my own. I had to look it up, but... Uh, watching grunge leg drop new jack through yes. the press table. Yes. I just remember like singing my heart out to that line and it's just syllables to me. I didn't know yeah, what it's that nonsense. means at all. What is yeah. he saying there? Watching it's it's like a wrestling move. I guess grunge is a wrestler. Grunge is a wrestler. Watching he leg dropped new, new jack another wrestler. Into a press table. Yeah. <laughs> watching grunge leg drop new jack <laughs> into a press yeah, table. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean he Huh. This guy's a freaking nut. He's good. Yeah, he's when he's when man when he's doing it, he's really doing it. Cause that's I mean, cause it's so weird, but it's also just like very interesting. And that like yeah. th- that lyric sticks with you. That's a fun lyric to scream along. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really really good. Yeah. And then it it is dense if you if you put the time into like trying to figure it out. It's yeah. so specific that it's so real instead of just being like a song that's like, "Hey, girl, I love you." Yeah, and he's exactly. Got, he's got those that are really good too. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> this guy. Got a lot of good songs. He's a good songwriter. Good. Uh, Shit, he is a songwriting <laughs> genius. We can't I think he might be the best guy that's ever written songs. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, uh, but you know what? I think he's he's one of my favorite guys. Uh, but uh, I think he's just not limiting himself. I think he's got to limit himself a little bit. Well, yeah, because he's, he's he is sort of just casting. He's a, a good wide songwriter. Net. It's just like anything now that well, comes through the Ableton goes right out the door. <laughs> I, and, and that he's he's excited by the idea of writing a song that. The game is that it if it means nothing to him, but he tricks us. Yeah, into thinking, that's extra fun to him. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that's like oh I faked it. He's like yeah I, I prefer it because he's be done awesome. the thing the other thing. Yeah, you know what would be awesome and this is a bad thing to say. Go for it. The I F think, word. <laughs> don't say it. Well, <laughs> it'll be awesome because you know but. I mean 
I, I like Rivers. I want him to be a happy man. Yes. But if he endured another tragedy at this point <laughs> in his life, I wonder and if... a near 50-year-old uh, man? Could you imagine, like, a Johnny Cash-like 60-year-old, like, Rivers Cuomo, like, really hitting it again? I'd that's be like, damn, that'd well, be awesome. That's the thing that I think is interesting about just the time period of, like, when this band started. Because other bands, uh, like Pearl Jam, for example, I'm not even a huge Pearl Jam fan. just talking about Pearl Jam. Where are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car on the way. Per- I said the syllables out. We, <laughs> we, we all we all think they're good, but none of us like locked into that as a band that like that, yes. that we tracked. Yeah, right. So like, I think they're yeah they're a good band, but you can see like each album you could see how they got there sort yeah. of or like okay so like they started this one way with ten or whatever and then whatever their most recent release is there's a very easy way to see where they got yeah. to and how they got there. Uh, with this band. There absolutely is not. There's just not a track. And then, like, Pearl Jam has, like, matured also, so they're not doing the same kind of, like, songs anymore. They're doing more, like, I mean, not exactly like Johnny Cash or whatever, but, like, they're doing more, like, like I guess, adult things. And then in some of these songs, way too late, frankly, Rivers is still like, does this girl like me? Yeah. Like, and it's just like, no, nah, you're 48. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you see them on like, the, the Blue Album or Pinkerton tour when they were doing those? I did. Like, I, went to, album? I went to both and that was a real treat. Um, it, oh, great. My computer made a damn noise. <laughs> oh, it's Rivers. We're out of here. Start over. <laughs> it was a reminder. I'm going to s- ignore it. <laughs> um, sorry, reminder. Um, reminder, flip off sloppy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we went flip off. <laughs> Better not. Uh, no, do not we hate double that bird. finger. <laughs> I don't want to hear the F word. I don't want to see an F word gesture. <laughs> yeah. you, but you get to I do it, apparently. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not looking. At All bets are off. Um, I, 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 as far as Michael and Carly goes, I think this song rules. There's also there's many songs about them. Uh, mm. There was a song uh, by let's see, oh that dog did a song, uh, I believe, or about Michael and Carly. Is that what I'm seeing here? I didn't read all my notes. Um, there's a song inspired by this song that Jimmy Eat World does uh, called "Hear You Me" uh, mm. off of Bleed American. It was inspired by this song. Hmm. Um, so that's funny you, that Jimmy Eat World did a song inspired by a Weezer song. It's like, really yeah, we know. Yeah, that. yeah, we uh, we know. <laughs> but just the song. Yeah, that's it. Not the band, just the song. Uh, let's play the next song. Uh, this is, I think, maybe my favorite song of all time. Uh, oh, and all time. It's the the if you listen to this every week, you know it's the song that starts the show. It's Suzanne. Oh boy. Oh, they're just kind of getting started here. <laughs> Tuning out. Yeah. Sucks so far. <laughs> Suzanne. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This is a banger. This is. This song feels a little too close to another one on the Blue Album to probably this bumped it off. The, probably. Yeah. It's. I mean, if you if you're doing Buddy Holly, That's you probably one. can't do another like '50s kind of. Yeah. No. Ooh. Uh. I, I just there's I, this song I don't know what it is about it that really just gets me every time it's just so good yeah. um, it's I, I and I feel crazy sometimes when I say it's my favorite song but I think I mean it I think I love this song more than all like the it. songs yeah. uh, uh, favorite Weezer song or favorite song I think it's my yeah. favorite song period wow wow yeah, you haven't Full heard stuff. our new album yeah. Yeah. oh that's true I can't Check wait to hear Pavaldi, my dude <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the new album uh, but this song. I mean, it was at the end of Mallrats. That was yeah. a very big movie for me when I was a, a young boy. Sure. Uh, and that monkey was named Suzanne. The monkey was named Suzanne. 
Uh, this lyric that's coming up right here, uh, even Izzy Slash and Axl Rose, uh, kind of interesting story. Let's hear him say it. So now we heard it. So that's even just a weird group of uh, yeah. people uh, to sing their name so uh, melodically. But the, lig- the original lyric was even Kurt Cobain and Axl Rose, but they changed it after uh, uh, you know Kurt passed away. Uh, and did Rivers kill Kurt? Um, I so I don't know if he was there or not, but I also don't know where he was. Right. You just gave That's me a great true. idea for my next documentary. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see it. Yeah, we're in it. You're a big part of it. Uh, but when I saw them play this song for the first time at the Blue Album, uh, no, they played this, when did they play this? Uh, at one of those memory shows, uh, they, um, he sang that lyric, I think it was at the Pinkerton one. Oh, so he wow. sang Kurt Cobain and Axl Rose, and I fully lost my mind. It was a very, very exciting uh <laughs> Nerdy thing uh, to be uh, to be to, uh, to be stoked about. Dad, wake up! The <laughs> concert's over. It was, it was, I missed it. I missed. I missed it. I did. Yeah, they had to put salt under my nose. Uh, <laughs> <Did he> say it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just top to bottom, this song rules. I love the crunchy guitar in the back. That guitar solo that we uh, we're, we're talking through is uh, a great guitar solo. Uh, I mean, it is just the chorus, uh, like uh, many of uh, the Weezer guitar solos. Uh, but ooh, that nice I little do, yeah, drop. I do like that hang there for a second. It's in three too. Is it? I see. That's the thing. I would say it's in six eight. Okay, there you go. Same thing. I, but, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I like having musicians on the show because I don't know anything about music. Uh, uh, look, I know what slaps and what doesn't slap, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's true. I, I don't know what uh, like actual terms or anything like that, or you know meters. But when musicians do it, I'm always like, that's a magic trick. You know what's similar to it? <laughs> what's and that? I think they did this on purpose. Is yeah. L.A. Girls. Yes. Is like I think L.A. Girls is a great late period Weezer song, but it's no Suzanne. It's no Suzanne. Um. This next song is a little shorty, and I think it's kind of fun. It's My Eveline. My Eveline. That's just the whole band doing some working on harmonies yeah. together for live shows. I like that you can hear that they put this to use in like Holiday. Yes. Or, or things like that. But this song is a little too cute for me. Barbershop. Was this released? Uh, oh, this is a B-side. This is like Blue Album B-side. Yeah. So. It's like when, I mean, like I know Rivers covered like Tomorrow by uh by the Annie musical. Yeah. And stuff like <laughs> By the Annie musical. <laughs> by Annie. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I don't get I, I think don't Danny on Warbucks that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't need that stuff. I don't need the Christmas stuff. Speaking of the other guy, of the harmonies here, you know what? Uh, Brian uh, from Weezer doesn't listen yes. to this, does he? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't like his voice. Whenever I hear him, too, you don't. He has to chime in and cover a few things, like uh, like in El Scorcho when they like sing over each other. Yeah, Rivers can't do that live, so you hear Brian be like, "Message of my heart," and and he's got a bad voice, man. Uh he um, played. What song did he play? Oh, he's, uh, he did uh, You Gave Your Love to Me Softly at a Troubadour show that I was at one time. And he did it so good that, uh, well, he, I mean, everybody went nuts because that's a, you know, it's yeah. a fun song to hear. But Rivers was like, Jesus, Brian, you didn't have to do it that good. <laughs> he was like, he looked mad. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be mad. Yeah, he's like, I, people, because like, he, he had just done a different song that was like a sort of uh, more of a deep cut for them at that time. And it didn't get the same fan 
fanfare that Brian got, and he was just like, "Hey, oh, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, I take back what, you, uh, what I said. Uh, apparently, uh, sometimes you sing great. <laughs> no, the no, golden no. throated wonder. <laughs> I shouldn't be shit talking other singers. I'm a bad singer myself. What am I doing? No, it's hard. No, what am I doing? Singing's hard. <laughs> that's a good point. Singing is hard, but also every band has the singer they need. Right? So, like, uh, look, Elton John isn't going to sing a Weezer song. That'd be crazy. Right. That's nuts. <laughs> he's got to sing Rocket Man. He's going to sing Rocket Man. If he's, he's not singing Rocket it, who Man. is? <laughs> yeah, this is true. I yeah. mean, Billy Joel? Yeah. Uh, he's got to sing Uptown Girl. Yeah, he's not going to sing Crocodile Rock. Just a different <laughs> uh, but, I mean, so don't be so hard on yourself. Okay, I was right. <laughs> but be nice to other people. But, but be nice. <laughs> I'll be nice to Be him. nice, don't be hard on yourself. I think yourself. he's a good guitar player. I think he's in a good band. Well, you want him to be a goof, too, but he's no... Um, he's uh, very Matt, serious. But like, Matt Sharp was like, yes. right. like there's your goof. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. A and I mean, weirdo. I, I'm sure you've talked about the whole, like, the Matt Sharp uh, exiting the band type of thing before yes. on here, but I do think that whether... Some, you know, some people are like, well, Rivers is, like, the music genius. He's a melody writer. Yes. And then Matt is a cool 90s guy yes. with cool taste, and to, together... They made a great band. I think that that's true, but then I also think I think just the presence of a cool hipster Matt guy is enough to bring all of it out of Rivers. I think it's yes. like, you know, you write stuff or or any creative thing you do, you're thinking about like the audience that you're gonna give it to. And I bet when Rivers was like at Harvard and recording demos or whatever, he was thinking like, I, I, I bet Matt will like this and Matt's a cool guy and it made him step up his game. Yeah. And when he's no longer trying to even, didn't have Matt in the puzzle, I think that's when it just got different. Yeah, because they would sort of like gas each other up in like a really fun way. Yeah. Like, and uh, like, I don't know, it's, that that element is certainly missing, but, because I don't think anyone's allowed to gas anybody. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just sort of like, I did all, there's enough gas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're cooking, baby. Um, so I guess with that song, I mean, it's not really a, I'm not going to put that on a playlist or something. It's uh, good that it exists. Yeah, they sort of just put it out there to be like, look, we did this one and, time. And like you yeah. do, it, it does pop up in like a dock or something, doesn't it? Like, I think so. Like I've seen them yeah. do it backstage oh, before they Video capture go device. Yeah, yes. video capture or something. Uh, check out the DVD. Uh <laughs> Is this sponsored by that DVD? Check out like the DVD. 12 years old, yeah. 15 years old. Uh, and also uh, a nearly dead format, maybe? No. Uh, but I guess it's still kicking because not everybody has Blu-ray. Uh, release the Criterion, cowards. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, this next song uh, is also a, a really great song. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm just going to say that about every song. Uh, it's Jamie. All these songs so far, yeah. they're not ready to start. They're not ready to go yeah, when, yeah. when you hit play. Is that why they didn't make it on an album? Because it was just too much. Uh, dead <laughs> yeah, you are going shoot, 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 shoot. I love this. This this is my favorite of all of the B sides. Okay. Um, similar concept to Suzanne, where he's like writing a love song, but it's to his lawyer. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's so strange. I think to have this, two, uh, two songs like that. Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing a lot of the women that pop up in his songs were that type of a thing. Yeah. But this, uh, what was like? This was recorded at a college or something, right? Somebody's like school project. I think so. Yeah, it was sort of like, oh yeah, because the guy that recorded it, uh, he says he got a B, he only got a B plus. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, it said Because that's uh, slow beginning it, well, Yeah, they're like, you gotta start these <laughs> songs uh, Yeah, I guess apparently uh, The reason they didn't include it on the album Was that they're like, it, there's just something wrong with it We can't figure out what it was It was a guy uh, 
at LMU uh, at uh, this guy Dale, I guess, uh, was recording it, and yeah, he guess he just only got a B plus. Dale. So Dale. we needed Rick on the board. Yeah, Rick would have uh, got the right sound. Rick always gets it. I, I think I first heard the acoustic one. Yeah. Like before I heard this one, and then I gotta say, I also may have might have heard the dashboard cover before. Whoa. Whoa. Dashboard confessional. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you wonder if this was on. What album would this have been on? This would have been on the Blue Album. If it was on that album, and then like Surf Wax or something was not, and then we heard Surf was like, oh, we, I love this song yeah. too. Yeah. But like whatever. I think they like made that. all the right choices. It's weird to think of any of these on the Blue Album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I mean, and that's also not just like a hindsight thing. Like there, these are these are sort of. Uh, they're good. They're all very good songs, but you can see why they're like these are the these are the songs. Baby. These are yeah. the ten. Yeah, we're not gonna do a whole Spider Verse thing with all the Weezer yeah. songs. They're all good. <laughs> the ones that ended up on our album are the ones that ended up on. They our album. they were keenly aware of the Spider Verse though. They were they were very aware of it. <laughs> Billboards all over the place back then. <laughs> we well, yeah, had to get the school word out of this thing. Uh, there was no, no one was ever gonna see Spider Verse unless they started promoting it in 1994. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this song. Um, but yeah, I guess it's it's a it's a solid B side. I don't really think there's more to say about it. There's a heavy uh, cruncher like I this like the, and yeah. this change up here, like dun, dun, dun. the way that the rhythm changes. <clears throat> excuse me, that's what I in their boring period. Yes, uh, that's what they were not doing. You know, like I, uh, it's amazing in Pinkerton where every song. Yeah, the solo. Come yeah, on. I gotta call but, it every guitar solo I hear. Here's, <laughs> here's another thing that he does is where. Solo is just the vocal melody. Yeah, this one is that, but it just has nice flourishes. It's great. Yeah, because of the Green album solos were all just the melody and they were boring. You can't yes. do it for a whole album. Yeah. No, every now and then, it's yeah. fine. Sometimes you can have dessert before dinner. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, great guitar players like real shredders. They say the secret to a good solo is to be thinking of the melody and not playing it, Ooh, Ooh, like dancing is, around it. Uh, you know what uh, I heard? You know. You, this must have come up. His song Exploder. Yes, podcast. I talk about it. I think every week. Okay. <laughs> I'm well, obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it here really quickly. Yeah. He writes his uh, his vocal melodies on his guitar and his uh, guitar solos vocally. He sings so that his the, yeah, because you have the old muscle. I my little nubby fingers do the same thing. No matter when you put a guitar in my hand, I just start going. <laughs> but if uh, yeah, it's smart to not just do that. Yeah. That's great. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this one's great. I want to get into the next song because I think this song fucking it. rules. It's Paperface. Ooh. This is, yeah, I like this song. I love it. Matt, this is the one where I said it's total dog shit. Whoa! No, it's not. But I don't like the screaming chorus. I think it's a, it reminds me of like, <laughs> it reminds, reminds me of like proto-Maladroid. Sure. Versus like some of the rest of the song. Is dope. I, I, like that like first, this verse is great. Yes. But it's just like the paper face. <laughs> like, fuck off. That first whoa at the beginning of the song sounds like they got into a car and started without their seatbelt. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that is what happened. <laughs> Did you hear these, Matt? Like, you're younger than us. Yeah. Did you hear all of these songs when they were on deluxe editions, or did you ever have to like dig around uh, BitTorrent stuff? So this would this was like a digging thing because like I mean I, these I was digging for them, but they were easily get, like right. findable yeah. on like deluxes and stuff. But I would uh, I you know I don't I was a kid, so I wasn't like. Uh, I had my own money to go buy CDs every week, yeah. uh, but I would, you know, find these on like uh, LimeWire or something, or like even on YouTube. Like that's a difference generationally. Like yeah. I, if I'm finding new songs, or, or you know, old new songs, uh, new old songs, uh, 
uh, I'm finding him on YouTube. I was going deep diving on YouTube because now there's like uh, just so much stuff on there. At that point, it wasn't like uh, people weren't necessarily coming down on people for like rights, like things and stuff. Right. So there'd just be a bunch of stuff on YouTube. So I just found a bunch of that stuff like that way. Because it's weird that like this to me, I, I like the song a lot. Yeah. But I didn't hear this until the Blue Album Deluxe Edition. Yeah. So it's like it's grouped separately in my head, whereas like like Jamie and Michael and Carly. I had heard those forever yes. just from being like on somebody's computer or something. Right. This is, oh, this yeah, is I mean this is cool. Uh, this I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> We're never there's uh, our thing with our band is we never have all three guys liking any one moment. <laughs> uh, and apparently yeah this was going to be on the blue album but it set, they thought it was too close to Surfwax America as ah. far as like a sort of beachy sounding oh, like yeah. this breakdown it's rollicking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got they got to take it easy on this thing a little bit. <laughs> That's so crazy that they Recorded so many songs, supposedly, yeah. for the Blue Album. I mean, they're just... So they boiled I, it down to ten tracks. They boiled right? it down to ten. They recorded a bunch. Uh, they, But they've always... I think when they did um, Make Believe, they brought um, Rick Rubin, like, a hun- like over a hundred songs, and he pared that down to, like, like 30 or something, and then, like, 14 are on the album or something. That really yeah. means that they had no... Yeah. They wanted a hit album, but they didn't know what they, they, didn't know what they were trying to, to do. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like I have more recently heard little bits of gossip about Weezer clashing with Rick Ocasek a little bit. Really? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I never for the longest time. Ruben? Uh, no, Rick Ocasek on the Blue Album, mm-hmm. and that's why they self-produced uh, Pinkerton. Yes, but then they brought him uh, back. And then they brought him back. So it's not like they hated him, but I do think that he had, maybe that was the the reason there were some extra tracks for the Blue Album, like that he was kind of steering the ship a, a little bit. Yeah, right? but I mean, like Rivers seems like he always sort of clashes with anyone else, like Spike Jones, where it was like yeah. he did the Happy Days video and then... The El, that's why the El Scorcho video is like no gimmick. Yeah, just lights. We're serious. And now. it's like, yeah. so he, I think he really just seesaws with like somebody comes in with ideas and he tries to play ball and then he reacts to it to that on the next thing. Yeah, it's so it's a bummer when so much of your career is reactionary, where it's like you guys don't like that. Okay, I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> I went too far. I'm like the I'll other do one. about thirty percent as much. <laughs> uh, this next song is Lullaby for Wayne. Lil Wayne. I, well, who they've worked with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about Newman. <laughs> <laughs> they got to sing him to sleep. This is one that I didn't know by name, but uh, it was yeah. definitely one of those like college lime wire tracks or that I really loved. The great melody, the vocal melody, it sounds like an like a 80s new wave song kind of. Oh, yeah. I like this one. That always sounded like a wrong note. up. Uh, yeah, I I love this song. Um, there's not this was this was done by Rick. Rick did do this one. Wow. Okay, sick. Mm-hmm. Rick. Okay, sick. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, uh, sick. Now I see why they they got to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had that wrong note on top. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck. <laughs> you blew it. Uh, I heard when this was finally released. Uh, a bunch of mothers, you know, Wayne was a popular uh, name, baby name that year. Yeah. yeah. And w- w- mothers would see that and say, oh, I'm get my son to sleep here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Blast it away. Kids yeah. stay awake all week. His hair is standing up on yeah. the full end. They yeah. keep this guy, this guy's rocking out in his crib. 
Can you believe that? <laughs> another another prescient song about school shooters. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh no. Which ones? The, oh, the uh, what was the, the Columbine kids? Uh, no. No. I guess I was thinking yeah. of um, like. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> oh yeah, but, uh, but like, oh uh, yeah, kind of a, yes. a pre-Columbine. But this, yes. uh, he says 1988. Is that a? Was that a? Oh, it, it, this is about an actual school shooting. I think but, it is. Yeah, but it wasn't. I feel like Columbine was the beginning of just. Um, wow, it, they're just regular. I think. I think Newman had a hard time going to sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with my Newman theory. How's he gonna spend all that residual? <laughs> that's how. That's what he's thinking he kept about. Him up. Yeah. He's like, hello, Newman. How about <laughs> good night, Newman? Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. This is, it gets into it. Like, the thing about this song I think is interesting, too, is that, like, it, this is, this is weird. Like this is where a rap breakdown would happen. Oh, now. man. This is oh, where yeah. we need Lil Wayne. We need Lil on the track. <laughs> no, but in current, uh, yeah. uh, Rivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is who would do it. He'd be like, listen up, guys. Yeah. We got to put our guns away. <laughs> Wayne, go to sleep. You've been bugging me all day. <laughs> Did you do your homework? You're going to have a good day at school tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> Say hi to Kramer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to Kramer for me should be in a song. <laughs> I think that's the last line of John Wick 3. Oh, whoa. Hey, so no I, spoilers. No spoilers. I haven't seen anything. I'm just guessing. Okay. I think it is. Something to think about. <laughs> I, I would love it if he was just like, Say hi to Kramer for me. <laughs> Who's he shooting though? Like uh, I think Jerry's in it. <laughs> Jerry? <laughs> or am I wrong? That is Jerry the bad guy in uh, I thought so. <laughs> I think Jerry is the bad guy in John Wick Three, um, and but whether you find out that it's actually. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Oh no, the annoying guy. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's him. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is that a, com- a, a comedian? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> He's the comedian. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, if, hey, you better be telling the truth uh, because Rivers and Weezer, they swear it's true. It's I swear it's true. Oh, I love this. There's a couple different versions of this song, so I actually don't know if this is the one from Blue or Pinkerton because they put it out on both deluxes. Hmm. That's now, how, was this, yeah. not, this was not a song from the Black Hole? I think it was think on it was. there, too, yeah. Because uh, this song, I mean, this song has just been, it's been put through the ringer. They recorded it a bunch, like a bunch of times. There's so many different versions of it. Uh, I didn't want to do all, all of them, but. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, I'd be like, let's go. we got to talk about this song. Okay, we got to talk about it again. We're going to talk about it one more time. Uh, but this almost made it on Pinkerton, apparently. They tried it out for Blue, didn't quite work, and they were like, let's go back to that song for Pinkerton. And it was very close, apparently, but they still they still left it off. And then it has not, I mean, it's never made a, uh, you know, a main album. And at this point, that's well, great. It's it great. It would, it would have fit in great. It's so dirty. Yeah. yeah I mean, it would have, it's, it's so, like, songs from the black hole. Like, I loved all those yes. songs, but, like, this fits, it's weird. That... It's a riff like that's. They don't have a lot of like riff songs. It'll tire to sex and hash yeah. whatever. Yes. But this is the weirdest riff. It's like such a head nodder. Yeah, and when you play it, they're not like notes that normally go together, kind of. And it's very slidey with the power chords. Another six eight. One two three. One three two, four baby. Three, <laughs> How do you? Know, what's the difference between three four and six eight? I don't know. I think it's just like the main phrase that's repeating. If it, if it if it, oh, okay. if you have to count all the way to six to get it all in. Uh... 
Hmm. It's good. <laughs> this is good. Huh. I love this part of the song, yeah. Uh, a lot of this uh, is me just blowing like, you hear this? Great. That's good. Uh, <laughs> love this part of the song. Love this part. Um, yeah, I mean, this one, this one was not one that I've heard a lot mm-hmm. uh, I because I do think it's very good but it's not one that I'm like you know what I'm I'm jonesing to listen to I swear it's true uh, but oh man look, listen to that listen uh, to him go oh my god he's a I'm gonna, call, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call it like I see it Rivers is a shred king you're allowed to say that yeah <laughs> I think he shreds and I think when he shreds he shreds hard <laughs> yeah it's cool to be to have restraint what, if I'm on stage and I'm playing guitar, I'm going to show every possible trick that I have ever learned. Yes. It's crazy to know that he is like an 80s metalhead and he chooses to play tasteful yes. solos that are melodic and cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's not just always trying to blow us away, but he could if he wanted. Yeah, to. that's know. something I say about him uh, quite a bit is that like he's a much better musician than he allows himself to be sometimes because yeah. he's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like speaking of like 80s, uh, like metally like type sounds. He does a really good like squeal in this next track. Uh, you gave your love to me softly. Ooh, this Here it comes. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's great. So is it you gave your love to me, comma softly? Like that's the girl. <laughs> you gave your love to me, softly. Hey, uh, softly. Thanks for the love, babe. I think he was talking to an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Softy. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know if uh, any material has come out from his old band? What? It's called like oh, 50, avant-garde. No, it's like fifty like wrong hamburgers. Or, yeah, no, what is it? It's like ninety-nine wrong sausages. Ninety-nine wrong oh, yeah, sausages. I don't know. We said this before. We, but it was like that's when he had like the glam hair. Right? Yes, oh. I've seen just a little flash of video. That, and I don't know where like it would have been. Art or something. But yeah, it's, it is very kind of like just like cock rock. It's like Kiss, right? Yeah. Did any of those songs? Make its way to Weezer, or no? It's like a different thing. He, he talked different. about how Weezer was like a different look and a different music when when he started it. It was like going to be a project, you know. So it, yeah. he's always been doing this thing where he's trying to get something figured out. Yeah. Well, I think, he, and I think he had a big, huge concept. I don't think this just happened naturally. I think he's like, what if I took power chords yeah. that you play in metal, and I played Brian Wilson melodies with those? You know, it's funny because that's. We know that now to be this formula for success everywhere. Yeah. It's like you take something that's a little too fringy, a little too hard, yeah. and you make it like poppy, palatable, melodic. And if you get that mixture just right, that's when you have like, it. That's yeah. that's the whole Post Malone thing. That's you the know, whole Taylor Swift Jeff, thing. You're in a band. You could uh, if you <laughs> yeah. have secrets like that. No, we use that on the new album. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, we free. do that. We do it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, See you at the Grammys, Post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this song is, I think, also one of my favorites. Uh, like one of my favorite uh, B-side uh, Weezer songs. It was also it was on the Angus soundtrack. I've not seen Angus, so I haven't heard the soundtrack. Ah, Good yes. soundtrack though. They got that green, yeah. that Green Day song. Oh, which one? J A R. Ooh, yes, yeah. yes. Just jar. Just, 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good song. Play that next. <laughs> it's not a Green Day podcast. Um, what room is the Green Day podcast? Uh, uh, I think it's in um, the other one. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not this one. No, okay. it's in the I other like one. The other one. Yeah, uh, it's in that. It's in that room that he's he's locked himself in and uh, yes, yes. <laughs> jacking off. I think. Right? Uh, this next song is um, well. This was intended for songs for the black hole, yeah, uh, and then ended up. Just uh, on the cutting room floor, as much as these have, it's Devotion. Six eight. Wait, this is on Angus? This this one is not. Oh, uh, uh, you gave your love to me, soft. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. This now this sounds like the Christmas song we were talking about. Oh yeah. The uh, I think it's just called the Christmas. Song. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, yes, it does. I like, uh, I like that song too. I, I mean. Christmas music is inherently a little silly, uh, but uh, it, it's a good Christmas song for, uh, you know. Yeah. Can we expect a very sloppy Christmas? You just might. But yeah, I mean, this song, this song has been, I mean, it's like a, a song that a lot of people, uh, I think, like and uh, things very good. I remember hearing, the first time I heard this song was in... Um, the movie, the movie Paper Heart. Have you guys seen the movie Paper oh, Heart? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Charlie Day movie. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sarah is playing it with his buddies in the room that she walks in on, and I was like, "What song is that?" That was really good. And I looked it up, and it was this song. Oh, yeah. My little devotion anecdote. That's uh, an obscure thing for him to be just jamming on. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fun though, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess this song they they hadn't played it for the first time. They played it in 2011 uh, for the first time since 1997 in Japan. They played it there. They, they gifted Japan with a return of this song. Uh, we've been waiting for them to hear that song uh, in in the states. Uh, and this next song is "Waiting on You." Oh, I've been waiting on you. <laughs> right? Nice try. Nice try. Very good. Future Islands. <laughs> Those guys are pretty strange. I, I love them. They put on, they're fun, but every time I see him perform, I'm like, whoa, this guy's crazy. <laughs> what do you think that yeah. is? Because uh, yeah. uh, we were just talking about that. We brought up the, their like viral video from when they were on Letterman like yes. five years ago. And I don't know, like, he's just dancing. Yeah. But you don't expect that guy with that face to move like that. No. Well, you put it well, Tim. You said, like, it's been a while since we've seen, like, a pop star who's just like masculine energy. Yes. You know, like yeah. I feel like there's Justin Timberlake who's like prancing all around, like doing Michael Jackson type stuff. And then there's a guy who's just like, I'm a meaty dude. I'm just gonna <laughs> rock my hips back and forth. Help this fucking song. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sweaty about it. But it's like a Neil Diamond thing or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh this one I guess was written in close proximity to Suzanne. I think it sounds a little similar yeah. as well. Uh, and he has uh, this was according to he has something called the catalog of riffs. So he like writes riffs and just hangs on to them for a long time. Yeah. By the way, devotion in this yes. also again a yes. riff thing. I, yeah. I, yes. I didn't know that there were this many. Yeah. I, knew, I knew that Suzanne was one and they had like one or two more, but like half of these songs have been like he freaking loves waltz. Well, maybe back in those days they played a lot of concerts in big ballrooms. Yeah, sure, sure. And that's what the people were requesting. Do you think his favorite actor is Christoph Waltz? I know for a fact it is. Okay. Actually, I saw Christoph Waltz one time at the Polo Lounge, so... Oh, okay. but, 
Okay. I'm not going back to the Polo Lounge because it's owned by the Sultan of Brunei. Oh, and we're boycotting. And we don't like that. No, <laughs> no we hate it. <laughs> Who is that? He's an evil dude, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's Jeff, owned he's by... evil. He's not owned by, like, Putin. <laughs> the Sultan it's of worse. Bernays? <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, stone gay people to death. Oh, okay. No one owns that. <laughs> uh, well, my laugh was poorly timed, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this song is... Uh, this was a later one, because this came out on the Pinkerton Deluxe. So I hadn't heard this song, I think, until that came out yeah. uh, in 2010. So this was a new one for me, and I gotta say, what a slapper. I love it. Yeah. Because um, I like how um, there's a specific type of rivers uh, in this period. Yeah, that he's just like kind of giving, I mean, he's kind of giving it all he's got, like emotionally. He's like kind of really yeah. just putting it all out there. And that's a rivers that I think everybody really likes, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't like that. He hates it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's not fair yeah. because I, I caught on late. I'm mad at whoever the people that shamed him for Pinkerton yeah. are to blame. I'm not one yes. of them. I wish I could find some right. snobby rock critic from 1996 and yeah. slap him around a little bit. <laughs> what did, you, did you realize what you've done? They like <laughs> broke the brain yeah. of one of our best writers. We got a... Well, guys, how about we Avengers Endgame this? That, yeah, yeah. Say, that could be like an A24 movie. Yeah. He goes back in time to stop the rock critics from bashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, then we just have like a whole bunch of emo albums from Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking I'd of, be interested yeah. at uh, the B-sides and stuff from and the rarities from these current albums. I'm actually very interested, too, because I don't know how many they have. I know that he's generating a lot of stuff and still goes to these sessions with right. lots of material, but I don't know how much is getting recorded these days. Or if it's like the first 20 that they record, yes. ship those out, the, put a new color on it. Uh, new, uh, fan, club mem- fan club members in 2019 know that uh, if you are a member of the fan club, you were sent um, a, a single, a vinyl single of a song that was... Um, kept from the everything will be all right in the end sessions uh, and like I so that's that's one of the few ones that they, there's not a lot of like coverage of like songs from that time yeah. that are this was only uh, now uh, eight years ago uh, but they hadn't put is it no that can't be right I don't think it is um, no that came out in 2014 um, uh, but even still there's not like a lot of notes about like songs that they didn't include on the album the I only, feel like yeah. they're being secretive because I think that those songs become albums now like I, I don't think he likes to discard yeah. stuff Wait, I mean the pace they're, put, they're putting out albums yeah it'd be can't. crazy if he was writing new stuff all the time yeah because yeah. um, I mean I think that's just the thing that like not to, this is definitely not a comparison at all, but like Prince, uh, ever heard of him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you know him, or you're just bragging that you um, said his name? No, <laughs> I just said his name. Uh, Impress, I've never said his my name. stepdad's uh, cousin is was one of his uh, backup singers. Uh, that's kind of really? cool. Thing. Yeah, we went and saw him at we went and saw them at the uh, the forum when he was doing that residency. Oh, here. neat! Uh, took my mom for Mother's Day. Hey, yes, that's, I was the favorite son that year. <laughs> Very nice. um, hey, but I was. Go see this sexy girl. Yeah. <laughs> watch this guy girl. shake his hips and use his guitar like a penis. Happy Mother's Day. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, he he had like a vault basically that was like just songs. Yeah. Um, and that he just had a just uh, 
for you know unfinished songs just like songs that he was intending to put out but and then just finished stuff so it'd be interesting to see what what rivers has in, in store for us in that way um, will we ever know kevin smith talks about that in uh one of his one of those evening with DVDs. yeah he said that like he met prince and uh-huh. shot a music video and uh and when they finished it it was it was like great uh it's going in the vault whoa and he, and that was like the first he had heard that like they weren't going to release this thing that's oh, so wow. crazy so there's a music video <laughs> that kevin smith directed that is just in the vault somewhere. <laughs> uh this next song is uh which one is this oh this one is another one of my favorites i just threw out the love of my dreams So that's, of course, uh, Rachel Hayden from That Dog. We talked about this song on the Songs from the Black Hole album or uh, episode. Uh, this song, I think, rules. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's a Weezer song. I have a theory that most Weezer songs would sound even better with a female vocalist. Yeah. They'd be so good. Um, and so just, and also, I love That Dog. So this is just a real treat uh, for my two years. Uh, what do you guys think of this song? Love it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, I hate it. <laughs> I, I haven't heard the song. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is like, I mean, they don't do anything like this anymore. They don't. They had uh, Bethany from Best Coast on a song from uh, on Go Away from uh, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, but they don't really have like collaborators like like that anymore. Uh, and it's a bummer that this didn't make it onto the the main album. I think it's I think it's a Stone Cold classic. Also, great a uh, great Moog or Moog. Or yes, yes. Um, they don't have much of that at all anymore no i feel like like they were flirting with it i think matt took him with him matt took him with (laughs) him took the actual (laughs) keyboards when he he was like this well this is mine yeah (laughs) he did make it the rentals are so yes distinctly that sound that rivers probably was like damn i can't do that yeah he's like that's their thing i like it too though uh i mean yeah this song top to like just top to bottom uh slaps real hard uh this next one is uh I think, do I, oh, I love this one too. It's You Won't Get With Me Tonight. Oh, this is my jam. Also from Songs from the Black Hole. Um, and I, I just, it's weird because that album, I mean, that concept album is strange because it's also unfinished. They just did, so, I mean, they did many songs for it, but like even the story isn't like a cohesive yeah. thing. So it's hard to track like contextually, like where this song goes. Yeah, we don't know like the, the plot of it, but I do know yeah. that. This it starts with who you calling bitch. Yes. That's a reference to Blast Off. Yes. When it says like you're the bitch of the year or something. That's right. And I remember I loved Blast Off and then when I heard this and I put that I heard that that was like it's a different character responding to that. Yeah, was, it's, it's meant so to be. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be a duet also uh, with possibly I think uh, Rachel Hayden's character in this thing. He should finish that and put it on Broadway. It would be of so course cool. Do want to do that? Well, and then they'd film it for Netflix. He's missing out on so much money. Yeah, I hope this, you listen to this podcast just for that. I hope so. This is one of my all-time favorite Weezer songs. Yeah, of all the material they've ever released. This is so really? good. I think it's like well, it covers a lot of ground too. Because like even that part that we were just like right now, it was so like uh, I feel silly using the word, but sloppy. No. Uh, and like like, but in like a good way. Like it's like I I feel like on in this era, like we don't have to say sloppy in a good way around us. We, we <laughs> that's that's <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's implied. <laughs> we like it sloppy. We like that stuff. Um, when you guys watch uh, rewatch Billy Madison, do you guys get really excited about the the, 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 the lunch lady? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, 
But like, I guess what I mean is like they they have such a good, um, they 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 do messy very well because it doesn't even sound like it's like that fucked up yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's like on purpose. That yeah, the guitars doing this are little, all like yeah. crisscrossing. Yes. Listen to this. Come on. Why can't we play this type of stuff, guys? We try so hard. We write songs and record them. It doesn't come out like this. Hey, hey, hey. Every band plays the songs they're supposed to play. And they have the singer they're supposed to have also? Yes. In your mind, is, is every band good then? Because it, it sounds like, and I would say that a lot of it doesn't work out for these bands. Well, yeah, not every band's good, but I don't, sometimes a singer's not going to be the thing that fixes the bad band, you know? <laughs> the bad band gets just weeded out. Yeah. That was where they were supposed to be. I yeah, they, not every band is supposed to be good. Uh... Yeah, this one rules. I love uh, Pat's having a great time back there on those drums. We haven't talked about how good Pat is. We talked about Brian and uh, and Matt, and we also brought up Scott. Yeah, man, Pat, Pat rules. He's Let, the, he's let's not leave out uh, Mikey Welsh. Oh yeah, uh, rest in peace, Mikey. Uh, oh no, he passed away. He, yeah, he uh, he uh, sadly took his own life a couple years ago. Uh, yep. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, I thought he was great. On, I mean, his contribution to the Green Album is not unnoticed. People, sure. that album just had a birthday recently as well. Uh, a lot of Weezer birthdays. Uh, Blue Album just had a uh, 25, I think. Uh, and I think Make Believe had like 14 or something. A lot of big ones. Uh, but so now they're, in, they're, they're eligible to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Because of uh, Blue Album hitting 25. Get them in there, I mean, man. That's going to happen immediately, right? Well, I don't know. Because there was, I feel like I. Some, Joan, they make some people wait a long time. Yeah. But. Uh, like Joan Jett got in a couple of years ago. And was eligible for what? For 20 like a, years? Like, yeah, for like a long time. Oh, boy. Uh, and that's pretty, I mean, that might just be, uh, you know, uh, in, like institutionalized sexism within the uh, yeah. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, it was long overdue. Uh, and speaking of uh, long times, this is Long Time Sunshine. Oh, yeah, I remember hearing this one way, way... Have you ever heard the Rivers Cuomo band? They, like... I played, yeah. like, in, like, Boston a couple of live gigs. Yes. I got this one. This song was, like, on a mix that I got of those other songs. With like, like a more stripped-down version of it? I think yeah. it was actually just This Long Time Sunshine, yeah. and it shouldn't have been there, but somebody added it to the CD, okay. I thought yeah. it was. But this is a great song. This is one of the more demo-y... Yeah. yeah. And very straightforward. You could imagine... 24-year-old L.A. rock star being like, what if I moved to New England? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very, very, very straightforward, but in like a charming way. When did he go to back to Harvard? This, uh, right after, after the Blue Album came out, like in the, like 1994-95. And then he, he, didn't have, he didn't graduate, but he chipped away at it for like eight, ten years. Yeah. And you know what? Good for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably made his mommy proud with that degree. <laughs> I wonder uh, if just... I know that Rivers Cuomo is a smart guy, but I wonder if any... Platinum rock star can apply to an Ivy League school and put on their resume that they're a famous rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure it's very exciting for any school that wants. I'm like, oh, yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, just get over it. <laughs> but Harvard is that they're like famous for that. Like Natalie Portman went to Harvard. Yeah, she school. went there for real though when she was like yeah, 18, right? But she was already like, she was already doing some serious yeah. shit. Was it, was it had, uh, episode one out? I think episode one was out. No, I think. So. I think she majored like, in like uh, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like the professional was out, and like, I mean, professional. She was a baby. Yeah. But uh, she was she was an actress before yeah, episode yeah. one. Everybody. <laughs> not in my not in my book. <laughs> I think she really oh, started cooking in, in the prequels. Have we have we talked about this at all? This is something that Tim, you might have articulated, or we used to talk about, or I read it online, but. 
I think maybe I emailed it to you. The comparisons between Rivers and George Lucas. No, uh, I would uh, love to read that. About just like how um, River, um, Star Wars fans and Weezer fans are the same. Uh, like, they're the same they, fans. Like, yeah. Weezer, Weezer fans just like they love Rivers Cuomo, but they hate him. Yes. They, Star Wars fans love yeah. George Lucas, but they hate him. And then also the Green Album and Episode One came out within like a year of each other. Oh so they God. were like, yeah. they were both like, the new, here we go, everybody. And people were like, <laughs> I don't know. I had the yeah. same exact, the uncomfortable feeling I get listening to some of the like maladroit songs. Yes. Reminds me exactly of seeing the prequels in the theater. Midichlorians. I remember, I was like young enough when I saw episode one that I wasn't comfortable saying I didn't like a movie. Yeah. Because I had liked every movie (laughs) that I ever saw. And I remember like to be in that school the next day after seeing Star Wars episode one being like, yeah, well, it had this really cool like lightsaber. Darth Maul had like two sides to his lightsaber and like that's the same way you listen to Maladroit and you're like, well, I like that one part of Keep Fishing. I like that part of Keep Fishing, uh, but... Um, it's a good part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the part with two lightsabers? I think with when it comes to movies, I feel like I liked every movie when I was a kid, and then like when I became like uh, someone with just like more discerning taste, I was like, oh, that one wasn't good, that wasn't bad. And I feel like the zone that I'm in right now is that I think I like every movie I see, and it's not good. Really? Yeah. I, I've gotten to the point of of like, they try their best, movies are hard to make. Yeah, like I <laughs> sort of have uh, that, like, uh, like, like, I think that, but I'm also just like, well... I think I want to go. I think I'm going to choose to like this one. Right, I'm going right, to go right. in and just have a good time sure. and just like it, regardless of. Because everything's such crap. <laughs> yeah, like, nothing's That's good. A, I, try, I, I fail every time I want I want to like everything yeah. and I hate everything. I'm trying to think of like a recent example, but I, I mean, I guess it was critically like acclaimed, like not acclaimed, it didn't get like the, <laughs> the golden trophy, it didn't take home the, the, the golden man. Yeah. Uh, that but, is kind of Hollywood's uh, most glamorous award. I would say so. Well, it's it's, it's certainly Hollywood's biggest night. That's for sure. Wait, what, uh, what, were you, what were you going to say? What movie? Uh, the, uh, the Jumanji movie, the newest Jumanji. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Because I, I went in and I was like, oh, I love the original so much, is this going to be good? And I had movie pass, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> it seems like it was so long ago. <laughs> uh, but I went in and it was just sort of like, Hmm. You know what? Just go ahead and say this is fun, and like just uh, before it even started, it's like just go have fun. And I was sc- like laughing my right because the my bar is set off. so low. Yeah, I was <laughs> having so much fun. You ever they, get your wiener back? My it fell away. <laughs> it, went, it went away. They did a they did a click or two better than they had to do with that Jumanji. Yes, movie they really though. did. And now they're coming back with another one. And guess what? I'll be there <laughs> sometime close to opening weekend. Uh, <laughs> I had a I got a different before. thing with movies. Yeah. <laughs> If I when I'm watching a movie, even if I'm like it, I'm like, and that actor is doing good acting, and this this script is good writing, but I never get, I never feel engaged, uh, I never feel empathy for the characters like that they're real anymore. Yes. Except, did you see Room? Yes. There, when in the, in Room, uh, no spoilers. But, yeah. Uh, uh, the, during during the six years old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, like when they're wrapping the kid up in the blanket, trying to get him out of the yeah. room. I felt I I was reminded of the feeling of. I was like, this tricked me. This is like sound and light. Yes. <laughs> but I am feeling dread. You know what? I, <laughs> I think so I saw, much, yeah. So much of it probably has to do with like, you didn't know who Brie Larson was. You didn't know who Jacob Tremblay was when you watched that movie. Yeah. Yeah, there well, is I mean, so I've much. Been, I've been following Tremblay for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that movie, I think is just like very like, because like the circumstances are so bleak too. So they really do a good job of making you like uh, feel like you're also trapped in this thing. Yeah. 
yeah. you don't go, you don't see yeah. anything outside. So the first time you see sunlight in this thing, you're just like, oh, thank God. I know. Uh, but I think when I first time I watched that movie, I watched it alone in my room too, which is <laughs> awful. Uh, and then like ten minutes into this thing, was just like fully sobbing, just like full dread yeah. in this thing. That's a good, hey, congratulations yeah. to the filmmaker. Yeah, we're, this is actually where they're finding out we're giving them their Oscar. They, they won. Yeah. Uh, Come on down, pick up your trophy. It's the only media they consume. Uh, oh, boy. Let's see if this segue is uh, problematic. Much like the little boy in that movie, he got up and left. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting up and leaving. <laughs> it was weird in room when they did play this song. In yeah. It. Yeah, I mean, you understand that you have to have a radio hit. Yeah. You know, gotta... Yeah. It was like, well... I have not heard this song. This is my first one that I don't know. Wow. Uh, this, I think, yeah, this was included on the uh, the Pinkerton Deluxe, and it's not one that I, yeah, I haven't returned to this song a bunch either. Uh, but it was, it was, yeah, I guess, yeah, recorded around like the Blue Album times. Like they had, like Rick had done like a pre-production version on it, and then he just kind of forgot about it. And then they, it was a. a gonna be a b-side to pink triangle as oh. well uh and then they just decided uh to kind of s- scrap it have you seen the clip of them um playing at a high school uh uh in like 96 and they play pink triangle and yeah. every, every time in the song when they say i'm dumb she's a lesbian yeah the crowd of kids claps for the word lesbian yeah he's doing it <laughs> he's doing it that rules um I, I think it's this song is like good. Um, it's yeah. I, I guess I, I haven't heard it a bunch. It's not like a. It's not one of my favorites, but I think it. It's interesting that it was like it had been worked so many times. I guess fans, according to here, seem to really want it like officially released. But and this is I guess it's this just sounds like a Weezer song. Like yeah. if you went to APM Music and you're like Weezer type song. Yeah. I, I imagine if you don't have the history and the love for Weezer that I do, if you're just somebody off the street, this is what every Weezer song sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Like I'm not picking up on any like the fun characteristics that like these other songs have. And maybe it's just nostalgia talking. Yeah. But this just kind of does feel like the most generic of the, all the Weezer songs yeah. so far. And yeah, and not knowing it, it is funny to be like with if we're so harsh on songs from the last few albums is is it when you hear this totally cold like this is it that different interesting so like because so this is like a new song i think if you tricked me if you played this and said tim this is off their upcoming new album yeah i would say trash garbage (laughs) but if you said it was from the bigger sessions i'm like kind of cool yeah oh interesting yeah uh, well, this was on their newest album. <laughs> you know, it's not. No! <laughs> what, are they, what are they sort of singing about here? I'm not paying attention. Uh, I mean, I, like we were talking, so I wasn't listening to the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What, I, are they, what, are they, what are they singing about? Now I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> I bet it's a breakup it's, song. It, yeah, so it's about, like, regret and just, like, uh, just things that you've done in your, you know, past or whatever. So, uh, like, it doesn't have, like, a... I don't have, like, a... This is what the song is about in front of me. Uh, but it's about regret, certainly. All right, I'll go listen to it. <laughs> um, this next song is one of my favorite ones, and it was a song that they forgot about. They, they lost this song, uh, and it was rediscovered when they were putting together the deluxe for uh, for Pinkerton because it was in an unlabeled like can basically. Wow. And, uh, and so 
Uh, and, and Rivers was the only original member on the session for the recording of this song. Because uh, the other guys were just off doing stuff. So he was the only one in the room to record this one uh, with like different musicians. And it's Tragic Girl. When you kiss me and say you love me, it makes me feel so good. I want to break down and give in to you. I want to believe that you're the one. Yeah, this one was, um, it was recorded very late in the Pinkerton sessions, apparently. And yeah, it was just like completely lost. No one remembered it except Rivers. It seemed, it would be weird if this was on Pinkerton. It feels a little simple. But yeah. It's not like the Paradise City uh, drums. Yeah. This, yeah, this song was released so recently that I, uh, Twitter was a thing, right? So he tweeted at the time, this was, I guess, before memes took over his Twitter, and he was actually tweeting things that uh, were from him, uh, that he said that it was uh, basically the you know you're right, uh, you know, Nirvana's you know you're right, uh, but for Weezer fans, because like, this was like a song that was just like, nobody knew the song existed. Wow. I mean... Kind of a crazy thing to say about your own band, but I sure. Guess, I did, I'd have to listen to this a, yeah. a bunch, but this feels like the last one where it's just like, yeah, it feels like of the era, but like with no defining characteristics. It's just a good choice to uh, cut. If you're looking at how many weird, cool songs are on Pinkerton. Yes. It is this one, like, yeah, in the pile doesn't really stand out like yeah. uh, as much as the 10 that did make it on there. Because those are, I mean, I don't think any of those songs... Are, they're all within the same world, but not any of them are exactly the same as one of the other right. ones, you know? Uh, like, and this one is just very, like, yeah, if you sort of, like, if you were to make an algorithm that just made Weezer songs, like, from this time period, it would make this. You know what's an underrated song on Pinkerton is uh, No Other One? Yes. I feel like that's not, I never, like, people never play that, like... No, there is no other one. Yeah. That's a great... It's got really fun great, parts in it, yeah. too. Yeah. Is that the one that starts like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost kind of... Ha- it reminds me of I Swear It's True, where the, that yeah. weird riff is like... It's weird. And like the fun lyrical phrase, like, all the drugs she does scare me real good. Yeah. That's great. That's, That's so fun. Yeah. She's got a tattoo and two head snakes. Yeah. I think it's two pet snakes. Oh, I think. Okay. Uh, but maybe head snakes. Maybe she's wearing them on her like head. A Medusa. Yeah. Right? Oh, if she's a, well, I can I can take two. I can take a two snake head Medusa. Yeah. There's only two snakes. Yeah. Though. She's yeah. got. She's got like Charlie Brown hair. I can take it no problem. So <laughs> we we figured out that Rivers is good at self editing. Yes. Yeah. So Pinkerton, it seems like it was his call. Yeah. Because there's no Rick Rubin or whatever, or uh, Rick Ocasek. Yes. So he's he's good at sort of like sussing through yeah. the muck. And all, even when he's got a great song, he says, you know, it doesn't hang with the others. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, these are Pinkerton, uh, like, scraps. The Pinkerton that he we got is the Pinkerton that he decided was the good one. Yeah. So, hat, you know what? My hat's off to him. Me too. I gotta say. I think he's a good editor of albums yeah <laughs> so do you think he lost that as the years when i just was like oh everything i don't know if it's something that's lost i don't know if it's something that he did, like wants well yeah. he was yeah. thinking like oh zombie bastards that's yes. going in yeah i, I know. don't know if that's the same yeah guy. piece he, of cake he, he would have to know on the red album that song 
This Scott sings. I'm the king. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rivers is smart enough to know that that shouldn't go on the album, but he wants to be perceived as a fun guy, yes. a collaborator, and he had to probably do a little math problem where he's like, I feel 51% positive about positive feelings about this song. Yes, exactly. Because that song is so bad. It's bad. <laughs> all, you know what? All of the um, other band members' songs on that album suck. Yeah, maybe he did that on purpose because yeah. that was part of the press for that. It was like, we loosened up, everyone's writing, everyone's singing, and yeah. then they, he put like terrible songs yeah. that they no way. sing. In, uh, uh, we just did Ratitude and the song In the Mall was written by Pat and I was reading something that he said about that song and he straight up said, maybe it was a mistake to have uh, this be a Weezer song. Uh, <laughs> like, just like, we shouldn't have done this and I'm sorry. We regret it. Yeah. I remember reading in an interview when uh, Make Believe came out. Yeah. There's a song, uh, Damn You Really Freaked Me Out. Yeah. And then uh, a reporter asked about that song, and I think Brian or one of them was like, Yeah, that's about a spider. And River's like, Shh. <laughs> and it like looks. He wrote a song about a spider, Damn You Really Freaked Me Out. And then he was like, I'll, You know, I won't say spider in the song. It might sound kind of cool. Yeah. And then he was like outed in an interview for writing a song about a spider. It wasn't about, uh, I didn't get scared by a spider. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. like, he's like Jonathan Richmond. Like, Jonathan Richmond would just write a song about a spider and be like, This next song's about a spider. <laughs> hey, but you know what? If that's what it takes, give us get, sure. get, get scared by stuff more. <laughs> yeah, uh, get scared by a snake. Get yeah. scared by the dark. I don't care. Oh no! I hope he's not afraid of the dark. He's a grown man. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that that brings us to the end of our uh, oh. B sides. That's the, all the songs that I have we for you. Guys. So, what do you what how do how do we feel about Weezer now? <laughs> I say we yeah. still like them. Yeah. But it is funny. What did we establish? Because we listened to a bunch of things they cut from albums and we thought they were. I good. think good. he is the uh, uh, Brian Wilson of our generation. Whoa. He yeah, probably. Did a lot of stuff, certain sound in the beginning, and then just made a ton of shit. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, That's it. <laughs> I guess I wonder too, like, is as people who were into as musicians that were into them in their early days, do you, are you guys when you're making when you're making tunes, does that have like a very obvious effect on you? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, for yeah. us, we have to we have to fight it. I think there's an unfortunate thing that like when I learned to play guitar, yes. Weezer was my favorite band. Mm -hmm. Weezer is very, they're great musicians, but they're very limited in what they do in their songs. So I learned guitar in like one month and was like, I'm done. Yeah. I can play, <laughs> I can play the blue album. Yeah. Uh, and I, if I would have been listening to different music, I would have learned more things when my brain was still able to learn. Now it's too late. It's tough that, I mean, we came up in the time of power chords, <laughs> like, like the biggest the songs that you and your friends want to play are like Green Day and Weezer songs right. like Glycerine like Glycerine is the <laughs> is the first song I ever learned and it's the it's the easiest song right yeah. and um if you learned guitar when the Beatles or Led Zeppelin were popular you're just learning a completely different instrument right yeah cuz they're i mean they're they're kind of taking it for all it's worth they're just like well yeah. here's all the tricks this thing can do yeah <laughs> i will say i like when weezer and they do it a lot on on the the songs we just played where yeah they're playing a normal power chord right but tim what's the word for this that pointer finger goes down a oh step. yeah you're descending that's baby. a descending oh. guy and it's just got a little bit of like a minorness <laughs> to it but we are banned yes ha we 
if if I just wrote songs, they would sound like Weezer knockoffs. And yeah. we we talked about it when we because we started as a cover band, mm-hmm. but we said like. If you look at us when we're holding our instrument, like if you came to a house party at our house and you saw that we were setting up our gear, you would guess. Say it ain't so. Yes. Be like, you know. Say it ain't so. so we started trying to, ch- and like, and, and also like, like Pixies, Where Is My Mind? Or like, oh. yeah. so we we're like, let's not play any of those. However, when we do play Say It Ain't So, we, we're good at it. Yeah. And when we try, like, I think we thought we were going to play some like R&B music early on. We wanted to play like Tina Turner songs and uh, we're bad at that. And, I don't uh, know about that. I mean, we're good. Yeah, no, you know, I'm gonna change it. We're good at that. <laughs> okay, we're better than okay. Tina. Edit point. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like it is. It is. Um, I think now that it is lame. Whenever I see a group of uh, white guys my age playing, say it ain't so. Yeah, like sure, like. It, that and where is my mind just feel like the most first thoughty. Like, <laughs> yeah, four guys who've played music but have never met each other can play Say It Ain't So oh, together yeah. almost perfectly. Well, it's like Wonderwall. You can just you expect to hear Wonderwall or Santeria at a party. Yeah. But, uh, Tim and I were in a full-on yeah. Weezer cover band for about a year. Well, yeah. And we were great and better than Weezer, <laughs> to be fair. But also what's funny is that then this last like fall, we were playing at a Ithaca College uh-huh. L.A. program party. Oh. And we were having a lot of fun. And there were some uh, college kids like watching us. And we played every song that we have. This is heavy day drinking. Yeah, this like, is a drunken like shithouse at 11 a.m. Yeah, and these, these are like 19-year-old kids who are yeah, plastered. And we played all of our Sloppy Boy songs and all the covers we normally do and they still wanted more so then we were just like how about some Weezer and we played like almost the whole Blue album just from <laughs> memory Hanford had never played any a lot of those songs and just figured them out as, as we went uh, but it's just there it's just like this shared uh, thing that that uh, just comes naturally yeah Plus, you've also got the with those songs. The whole room is singing them with you, so it's yeah. you're missing notes and stuff. But it's like, well, we yeah, all they just, just like sing. the song. Yeah. What did we? Oh, somebody requested uh, "Weedus Teenage, Teenage Dirt." Oh Bag, my god! Yeah. And we just we I haven't even heard that since it was popular. But we're like, pretty good. Here we go, one, two, three, four, and we just we were all playing different notes, <laughs> but, but everyone was singing. It was great. Like, what are the words even? Uh, her, I got two tickets to but like. Wire. Her name is Noel. Yeah. Like, is that a line? See, yeah, we're halfway there, Jeff. That's not bad. Uh, well, you guys have an album coming out soon. Uh, where, you know, why don't we plug that? What can we expect from the, the new album? The new album is bigger, better, uncut. Wow. Big, bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> yeah. It's called uh, Dancing on the Wind. Yes. And uh, June 7th. June seventh is a drop date, and we don't, we're modest, so we're not going to tell you it's a pop masterpiece. That's sure, weird. If yeah, we just we're not going to sit here and say that the band matured and made a really no, a solid. I'm going to say we came into our own. No, we could frankly say though that it is different. I think different that, than the last. I, one. I think that people are going to go with us to to like a little bit of a a, a little bit of of an exploratory thing. Yes. But then we're still solidly trying to honor what we set out with the first. No, we're going to blow their minds. This is weird. (laughs) This is drop some acid. Whoa. (coughs) Close your eyes. Well, you can peek if you need to. <laughs> yeah, you might get scared with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, just say Hendrix is going to roll over. It's uh, great. Okay. But w- when is this? When is this coming out? Uh, this will be out uh, Friday. Not this Friday, but uh, next Friday. You no, know, I'm going to comfortably yeah. say that you might be able to pre-order this bad boy. On oh, yeah. Whoa! At the time Dancing of drop. on the wind. Pre-ordered on what? iTunes, and then eventually it'll be streaming everywhere you can possibly stream music. And then here's the other thing, folks. 
If you could rate and review us on iTunes, that's oh, maybe, yeah. the, maybe the best thing you could do, since you know you're not going to pay for it. I'll tell you what else to do. <laughs> Go buy a lot of merch yeah. from us. Go buy merch. Yeah. Uh, Venmo them uh, as yeah. well. Just yeah. send them. <laughs> yeah, we'll send them cash laying around. <laughs> send it to <laughs> us. Uh, hey, wait, Matt. Before yes. we end, I got to ask yes. you one question that was on my mind. Yes, you're a huge Weezer fan, yes. and you're you're wearing Weezery glasses. Uh-huh. When you chose those glasses, did you think, uh, is this like? Are people going to think I'm doing too much of a reverse? Because I, yes. I'm afraid to wear those glasses. I need glasses, but I don't want to get them because I'm a Weezer fan. So when I got them, <laughs> I was like, I can't even freaking see. What am I grabbing? And I, I no, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did sort of pick these because I was like, well, I don't even know what other glasses are good uh, or cool. Uh, this is like a look that I'm familiar with, so I'll just sort of – I will sort of do that, but I don't want it to – I'm not doing it, I guess, on purpose. I didn't like the other glasses. Right. Uh, well, hey, they look great. That's yeah, well, thank I, I, I was yeah. saying you're brave yes. for saying, hey, I love Weezer, and also what the glasses look good on me, I'm going to wear it. You know I don't what? care. I am brave, yeah. and not everyone's saying it. Well, you're like that movie brave, that Pixar movie. Well, uh, my mom is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for doing is there anything else you want to promote uh, while you're here? I just have more questions about yeah. your glasses, oh, okay. but that could yeah. be after. Uh, I, uh, I think I have an astigmatism in my left eye. Okay, that was it. That's uh, great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Matt Left Eye Apodaca. That's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, follow us on uh, on Instagram if you want the summer scoop. Oh, yeah. You oh, guys yeah. got to get in on the summer scoop. There's some great scoops oh, yeah. happening. Summer, summer, summer scoop, scoop. Uh, we should say, it's been renewed for season two. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's well, scoop it its own. Wait, are you guys as mad as uh, Constance Wu? <laughs> yes. We were really pissed, but I mean, it's in our contract. We got to do you it. We got to do it. <laughs> uh, well, guys, this has been uh, What's With These Always Talking About Weezer. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Goodbye. If you'd like to support the show, you can go on iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to anchor.fm slash pod slash support. There's monthly contribution options if you'd like to help keep the lights on for the show, and all your support means a lot. Thank you so much.